Welcome back to another episode of What Are We Watching? Hello, Keith Amongo. How you doing, buddy? Hey there, buddy. We, Keith, uh, Keith, Keith and I just had a very strange series of interactions before we started recording this. Um, so <clears throat> I think it's because we have the, the we, we got a little bit of the sillies this episode. I'm just going to warn you. Um, Keith, I, do you want to add to that? Yeah, I just need a vitamin there too. <laughs> <laughs> so we had this whole bit going about uh, someone, uh, some, stop with the ear thing. All right, so there's been several bits that have been going. <clears throat> I'm not even going to ask you what you watched because this is just going to take up our time. Um, okay. So Keith keeps putting his ear to the microphone every time he stops talking as if it were like an old-timey, like you needed the phone on the ear and then the one part on your mouth, like two-hand. And uh, <clears throat> so that's what he's doing now, putting his ear up to the microphone. It, hel- it helps me um, concentrate. I can hear the words better. <laughs> it's so loud in the oh, mic. Is it? Yeah. Well, you were you were oh, I was whispering. <laughs> you were whispering, and then didn't do that. Um, and Sorry. then the other bit was uh, if Keith came over for a family dinner and was this, an extremely malnourished individual who keeps begging my uh, relatives for a vitamin, but he can't speak, so he's just like, um, um, "Please, <laughs> just one B six. <laughs> Can you spare one B six? You don't carry me in your purse, sure." So, <laughs> so this is uh, so that tells you how our night's going. Yeah, but you didn't even tell him the best part about that bit. Or are we just not going to talk about that part where I'm? What is the unnamed guest that's actually I'm a conspirator to the actual bit that's happening at the yeah so this is a part of a series of larger bits that are going to go on at my family dinner um but we're not going to spoil it we're not going to spoil it that's in a bonus episode to be determined we do need to contact Hollywood for breakaway glass though that's That's, all we're going to say that's all we'll say it's crazy (laughs) great uh so what did you watch have you watched anything other than um so, or should we talk about what well, is in store for October? It's spooky time. Woo! Oh my god. By the time you hear this, it's going to be October. It's going to be October. Go birds. Yeah, go birds. You know what I mean? The We're eagles. in the trenches all season. You know what I mean? 12th man, birds. Let's do it. Yeah. Philadelphia. I, on I, the back. We don't watch sports. I feel like that's important. Just, do you watch Do you watch the the? the no, I used to be a huge Eagles fan. <clears throat> really? Huge. Not since the season Tickets a little bit. Training camp a little bit. What? Training camp? Well, I mean, I just went, used to go to training camp. Oh, I was like, you were in training camp? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was an athlete. Yeah. No, I'm not okay. an athlete. Look at me. I'm a scumbag. Um, <laughs> Great. Yeah, what have you... So, it is spooky season. So, we have uh, some pretty good things in store for you this month. So, Keith is... What are you cooking up for the people? Two episodes in every week! Wait, what? What? I like genuinely couldn't hear you. <laughs> oh, you couldn't hear that? That was my car salesman voice. No, I said two episodes every week. Oh, but you said it like Ugh. two episodes every week. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, that time you got it. Yeah. So they didn't hear it. Okay. Well, we're doing two episodes every week. One main, one on Wednesdays, and we're gonna do a fright night every Friday. But it's kind of funny because all all the episodes are fright nights because it's Halloween time. Yeah, you goofballs, you goofballs. Come on, get with the program. <laughs> so we're going to be doing that, and then Keith is going to be publishing. Uh, he's going to be pulling together a list of uh, movie recommendations that we will be releasing every day on Instagram and Twitter. Or yeah, because nobody's ever done this before. That they're on thirty-one days of Halloween when they give you thirty-one yeah. movies to watch for Halloween and thirty-one yeah. days in Halloween. You might be thinking like that's a totally new idea that I've never heard of. So no one's ever done it. Yeah, well, so we're going to do it. We will copyright. 
Yeah. So us. anytime you hear 31 days of Halloween, yeah. we get, we get a quarter. Of a yeah. Penny. We're looking at you. Hulu. We are definitely getting sued after that little <laughs> stunt right there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They'll listen to this. Yeah, they'll listen to this. Um, yeah, so we're going to do 31 Days of Halloween. I was thinking, I had a couple of different formats, but I was thinking like 31 kind of class, more classic Halloween-related slash yeah. movies that are just classic horror movies. What was and that then... one idea that you were only going to release Christmas movies, though? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, so that'd what be, else were you doing? That'd be funnier, right? Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then I was going to have like... I, w- I wanted to do two movies a day, like one yeah. classic and then one kind of newer, maybe not as well-known maybe, or just like a more f- crazy movie. Yeah. So it'd be like, here's your classic. Here's your wild. Do what you want with them. Don't watch either one. I don't care. Stop listening to the show. Yeah, do whatever please. you want. And don't watch it on YouTube because there's going to be video soon. Is there? No. <laughs> what if you've well, been secretly keep, recording? <laughs> Yeah, and you're like, I just need you to look into my glasses right here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't wear glasses, dude. Yeah, no. You know, no, I don't wear glasses. I'm not one of them. One of th- Oh, shoot. What do you mean? You one wear of glasses. I do. Yeah. I do. Anyway, so we got a lot of exciting things coming up. Uh, so stay tuned. Yeah. So what is – do you want to get into the movie? I feel like we've wasted enough of the people's well, time. I will say it's also Haunted House time. So we did our first Haunted House this weekend. That's right. Sweet. So we went to uh, Field of Terror in New Jersey. And it was It was great. It was, was it so terrifying? fun. Yeah. So I will say it was opening weekend. I'm assuming it seemed a little understaffed, I will say, at some parts. was it? Are they busy this time? Like do people wait for yeah, this I, time? I, I would say the whole operation was probably light. I felt like it was a light operation on both sides. Also, we had that like impending hurricane. People were probably like, I'm not going into yeah. the field. <clears throat> Be like, I, life is scary enough with the yeah. weather. So that didn't come on Friday, but or her, whatever storm it was. And then, yeah. uh, so I feel like that, like it was still like there were still people there, but it wasn't like packed. Pack. Yeah, I feel like as like <clears throat> we used to go to the. Um, god like the bates motel and yeah. stuff like that and that like if you get really close to halloween you can't even it's like you're waiting yeah. an hour or two to get just to oh get yeah in. so that's what i would expect for in that place in october so this place was it was like a little bit lighter but yeah the, the, i will say all all the attractions were awesome they're really good. long like really the corn maze thing like you just went into like a shed and then another one and you're just going it felt like 30 minutes and you're just getting scared <laughs> that's terrifying. and honestly there'll be times where you didn't see anybody for a while so it was even scarier yeah and then there, then it's like the jaws effect you. like you're not seeing the shark and that's and why then they get you and i thought the decoration everything was done really well there yeah like it was just a cool setup how much does something like that cost i've i haven't been to one in it's usually years 40 to 50 bucks for the whole night for the whole thing but it's yeah. usually like you pay once and then there's a ton of different stuff yeah, once you got like tokens or tickets or yeah. whatever it is you go to each event that's pretty solid yeah it was a good time and then we also did um always oh, oh yeah Sunday live in philly that was cool at the man center we went and saw that and yeah. it had the boys they have a podcast always sunny podcast and they uh <clears throat> they were on there with their their they're like i'll call her the handler yeah, Megan. Megan, yeah. Yeah, she she's awesome. Show. I've actually not listened to the podcast because I'm a scumbag, but the show, <laughs> I love the show. They're, they, it is very good. Their podcast is really funny. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, they, it's basically just like a rewatch podcast of Always yeah. Sunny. And that's I do want to, because we actually just started rewatching. Uh, we did season one. We're on season two right now. Yeah, we that have show is nuts. 14 to go. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they were at her, and then uh, Dee came in and did a little, she she kicked in Patty's door and made yeah. a little entrance. And That's I was pretty like, great. I saw was... Charlie did like a little, uh, he did the, um, they did the day man or the night man cometh stuff. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they, they showed that. Yeah. They did the one song. Yeah. Day man. Well, they, I don't think they did that one. They didn't do that. Nah, they Damn. did the, they did the, uh, the D and, uh, Dennis song. 
Oh, the, weird, okay. the weirder one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they showed the Dayman episode. The tiny at the boy, intermission. little boy. Yeah, that one. That one. <laughs> yeah, that's so bizarre. But yeah, it was awesome. I that's was like, cool. We weren't sure because it was raining and it's pseudo outdoors. But yeah, you park in a field, yeah. so that had potential. To but be we were in a balcony bad. seat. I would go back to the balcony anytime. It was yeah, awesome. that's nice. That, that is a nice venue. Sorry, that just took up the whole intro. It's yeah, well, it's dude. fine. No, I didn't do shit. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, we just uh, that's how it works, dude. Just kind of hung out. I, we I really didn't do anything too crazy. Um, watch these. We watched. We've been trying. I've been trying to watch movies for our little October thing, and that's pretty much it. I really like I said. I'm sorry to be lame. Yeah, it's so, so lame of you, dude. Yeah. All right. Next week we're gonna be uh, covering my funeral live. <laughs> <clears throat> that's terrible. Yeah, nobody's going. That's the. That's the. That's, <laughs> that's the, the. That's the bit. It's, <laughs> just kidding, Nick. Let's not let's 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 keep that. going. So anyway, um, Keith, what is the movie that we are covering today? All right. So this week we have the Great A Nightmare on Elm Street, Wes Craven's 1984 A Nightmare on Elm Street, the start of a crazy string of movies of a very strange set of <laughs> yeah. It does get to be strange uh, franchise, but uh, yeah, Wes Craven, rest in peace. Uh, one of the greatest to ever do it, um, big time. What year obviously, did this one come this out? Was did we say eighty four? Eighty four. So obviously okay. we cr- we we covered Scream. So we covered like his ninety, the beginning of his nineties. Uh, you know, resurgence. Was, was this his? What was his first movie? Like his where first, was this? Well, in in he line? has a lot of movies that are not disclosed on IMDb and Wikipedia because they are not of uh, family nature. Oh. So he's actually started in a different field. Uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> more of the student film related. <laughs> So, anyways, but his first oh actual God. film was the la- the Last House on the Left, which is okay. What year was that? That's seventy two. So that's like oh, so he'd been around. For, I didn't. I guess I just didn't yeah, realize. So how he long had seventies, seventies, eighties, nineties, and then into the two thousands sprint. That's that's pretty. That's good. what I mean when I say one of the best to do it. Like he really is. That is pretty. And good. So Last House on the Left is like exploitative revenge, insane, especially yeah. for the time. I mean, yeah. What's What's weird is so his mo- his first two big movies are that and Hills Have Eyes. Oh, the hills! I forgot that he and that so movie. When I was awesome. a kid, yeah. I the first I saw of those was the remakes, and they somehow just took those and made them even more brutal than they were. Yeah. So I've gone back and watched those two. I will say they're okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think the remake is the, the remake's better. But I will say, yeah. I would not recommend those movies to the average person. Yeah. There's many scenes that will make you not happy <laughs> lose your lunch yeah you just it's the, the the content is a little crazy in both of those movies yeah but not, i not love ideal it. um so then he had you know those were his big his big ones and then um jack was actually talking about on the last episode was talking about uh one of his smaller ones deadly friend which i still haven't watched yet but they think is awesome so i'm gonna yeah. watch that but he had shocker as well i remember that was one of my first like vhs's as yeah. a kid I, my my buddy had that um that people under the stairs is another big one he did. He really had like. A, I guess I didn't. So that's realize, part of his like eighties to nineties transition. Yeah. I guess I just didn't realize like how many. I mean, obviously, I like I. You know the name, but I just didn't realize oh, how yeah. truly like how many. And then he had the original Swamp Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is it the original? It's... Well, isn't that all in like the? I thought that was all kind of in like the. Is that the one that's all in like the creature of the Black Lagoon type realm? Or am I thinking of a different? That's, that's movie? different. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, I'll shut up now. It's fine. But yeah, that, so yeah, he had, I mean. Long story short, he had quite the career. Yeah. Uh, so this was obviously Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Um, so it's it's directed by Mr. Craven, and it is the writer. Sorry, one second here. It was written by Wes Craven, too, right? Oh, I'm thinking of the producer. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, it's written in the, this is actually this one. So he actually does this one. Um, 
part three and then part seven. Yeah. Oh, Wes Craven, Robert yeah. Shea is who I'm thinking of the producer. Yeah. He was he's he was a big he was a big horror producer at the time, and uh, he's actually his wife is also in the movie. Yeah, Lynn he he's also the founder of New Line Cinema. If you've yeah. ever seen that, um, they did. I mean, Lord of the Rings was New Line. They've done it. I mean, I, I I'm not even going to get into how many movies they've done. New Line Cinema, um, but yeah, so it was quite the quite the cast of characters. Uh, the budget for this one was 1.1 million, and the box office was 57 million. That's actually that's pretty good. Yeah, this is a big deal. Um, especially for it being a horror movie, I feel like a, a kind of a we've talked about this a lot, but. They traditionally don't do that well in the box office. Um, did you want to go over the the cast for this one? The cast is like yeah. is pretty great, so I'll let you take over on that one. So you have Heather Langenkamp as Nancy. She's your final girl. She oh, spoiler, damn fuck, oh, damn, oh, dump it. And uh, she's she's like your she's like your big teen star in this. Well, from this, she becomes your big teen star. Robert England, he's actually like a theater like a well known theater guy, and then a, he's he'd been doing movies since the seventies. Yeah. Um, he's really big on the um on the what's it called the fuck what are those things called i you have no idea what, the convention even, set like yeah 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 now. well yeah he's so yeah. he's prolific yeah you know but he's he stars as the, the freddy krueger which is awesome and then uh johnny depp plays nancy's boyfriend glenn this is his first role yeah so young johnny depp is always funny to watch and then ronnie blakely is uh mrs thompson and John Saxon. Yeah. He's he is great. the great John Saxon. He's the father, Lieutenant Donald Thompson. Yeah, Don. Um, Tina's played by Amanda Weiss or Wiss. I'm, I think it's Weiss. I think it's Weiss, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. It doesn't, I don't think there's any other. And then Nick Corey plays Rod Lane. I mean, I don't even know that actor, but he's, he, those are your, those are your mains. Those are your heavy kids. hitters, yeah. Um, and then I think there's just like a bunch of other. And Lynn Shea plays the teacher. Yeah. And, very small role for this, but you would see her in a ton of other stuff, including um, all the way up until Insidious. She's in Insidious. Yeah. But she's in a ton of stuff. She's also married to um, the producer and the owner of New Line, so it kind of makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Uh, so but it was. Have you seen Detroit Rock City? No. Oh, what? I know. I'm sorry. That's like right up your. That's a glasses movie, dude. That's <laughs> a glasses movie. No, I, I feel like you would love that movie, but she plays the mom. When you see it, yeah. you're like, oh. Oh, I'll recognize her. Right away, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, again, I think it was, he, I forget, I always forget that Johnny Depp was in this one. Um, but it's, this is really similar to like, um, I mean, like you said, we covered the Scream episode, like another Wes Craven one that had like Drew Barrymore. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like there's been a lot of, really young super famous people in his in some of his stuff which i just think is like yeah i don't know if it was him i don't know who did the casting for this but um i just think that that was like really cool but yeah he also um john saxon he, he big big actor at the time from uh enter the dragon i remember him in. yeah and um yeah he actually was in he was actually like the same role lieutenant in uh black christmas which is a predecessor slasher to this you know so it's got it's kind of cool that he's in it yeah and he's he's i mean awesome yeah he was he is uh very very good in this in this role um and in this movie and in general yeah kudos to that guy do you should we dive into the plot or do you want to was there anything else you had about the cast that you wanted to go over before Um, we dive in i will say that so as far as like a franchise this spawns a franchise yeah and um 
Well, obviously, the fir- that's so dumb. The first one always spawns. That, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But anyway. In a rare case, the third one spawned so, in the first two movies. <laughs> yeah, they go back in time. It's a yeah, whole fucking it's thing. It's nuts. Your brain won't get it. It's, like, <laughs> so don't it's a glasses movie. Just so, don't worry about it. Wes Craven is involved in the first one. He's involved in three. So how, how many have, have you seen the sequels? No. I've seen one, two, and three. Um, and I think that's it. And then I saw Freddy vs. Jason, okay. which is like much later, but I never saw any of the other ones. Yeah, so there's There's a seven, lot of them. They get really weird. Seven main entries and then Freddy vs. Jason and yeah. then the remake, which is... I think after three, I was just like... All right, <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing? So the general like, consensus I is, I well, I think one is the best. Sometimes people will tell you that three yeah. is better, yeah, because I don't know what it is. I think people just don't like the original. I think the they kills don't are a little it. more creative in three because, like, once yeah. they finally had, I feel like if you're on the third movie, like you got to be a little more creative, <laughs> right? <laughs> like the plot alone isn't going to drive it. You know what I mean? Like, and they bring back your main. They bring yeah. back Heather yeah. for Nancy in part three. Yeah. And so I feel like the three that people like are the ones that Wes Craven actually actually wrote. Yeah. One, three, and seven. Yeah. Which I never a new saw ni- a new, new nightmare. nightmare. Yeah. So new nightmare is almost like his pre-scream meta because it's like meta. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like almost like aware of itself. It's not like these movies where you're like in the you movie. can definitely tell that it was there's like, a movie being made. Yeah. And you know what I mean. And Heather's back. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. It's really a cool movie. I, I mean, he took that, that format and, yeah. and like ran. With so those are like the like, ones that people like to watch. I think two is awesome. Two is problematic, yeah. but I think it's awesome. I yeah. think it's why. What was the deal with like the West Craven? And then this is we should probably dive into the plot after this one. But what was the deal with the West Craven? Like not do it. Do you know why he didn't? Why do he didn't two? do two? Yeah. I don't. I just don't think he wanted to do the sequel. I I watched. There's a whole documentary on the whole series called yeah. Never Sleep Again, and it's it's. I cool, recommend actually. it. It's long yeah. though. It's like four hours. Yeah, but they did. But seven so movies good. and they the interview main, everyone yeah. they talk through That's the cool. whole movies they talk through the production everything about it yeah but two i don't know why he wasn't involved like i don't he probably honestly was doing other stuff like yeah he, um he just didn't i don't think he wanted to do the sequel so it wasn't any like bad blood he there. didn't even really want a sequel to begin with oh, he, really? thought, he thought he thought was like oh there's no way there could be a sequel to yeah this. i mean the end of the first one which I mean, we're obviously going to get to it. It does kind of leave it on like a a little bit of a cliffhanger. Yeah, but he didn't even say. want that ending. Really? Yeah. We got it. Well, let's save that yeah. until we get to it. Um, but so two has a problem because it has a final guy instead of a final girl. Yeah, it's not the horror trope they, that everyone's used to. They write it so he's oriented a certain way, and yeah. the actual actor was oriented that way in yeah. the eighties, and he hadn't made that public yet. Yeah. And this movie kind of did that for him. And there's a whole Which other is documentary like such a called bummer. Yeah. Scream, there's a documentary called Scream Queen. Yeah. That it's about this movie and his Really? Basically like it They like I mean he was, he was basically his, outed like it was, in he was public. outed. Yeah, that's yeah. And it, I haven't watched the documentary. I have it on my list to watch. So I really want to watch it, but yeah, um, that's unfortunate. Is, I think it aside from all that, I think yeah. it's awesome. I like it. It's way goofier than the first one. Yeah. That's the that's the first one where it gets to the point where it's like like everything's yeah. like wacky. The first, I will say the first one has a much darker yeah. tone to it, but the later ones, all the kills are just like so. Yeah, it's all like over the top. Like it's yeah. he, you know, like the one where he's like, I don't know, he's like feet, he's like holding the the one girl and like feeding her stuff. Like I don't even is that in four? I think that's four. I, don't know. You I, get, that I one? got. I just I watched all of them again last year. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a weird week for you. Yeah, I watched all of them. I bullet trained them, <laughs> but yeah, that's that was the problem with watching all of them is like yeah. some of the they especially four, five, and six they kind of blend yeah. a little bit. 
rightfully so. There's yeah. not really much in the way of. They're, I mean, they're all lot. different movies, but like well, thinking about them, I'd have to like, I'd have to like watch again or synopsis yeah. them or something to do be something able, to, yeah. to to cut through it. Um, so let's go through this one, uh, and then we can maybe come back add some content because there's a bunch I, I took a lot of notes about how like you see things in this movie that start to appear in the sequels um like just like you know, styles and dialogue and stuff like that um yeah so this movie starts off uh teenager tina gray awakens she basically is having a nightmare um where she's being followed by what's described as a disfigured man wearing a blade fixed glove um she basically gets attacked in a boiler room uh basically violently wakes up um, the last scene is she kind of he kind of like slashes at her, wakes up, and then she wakes up and uh, sees that her gown, like nightgown, is cut. Um, so the first line in this movie, which I think is really cool, like the first actual bit of dialogue, was "It's okay, it was just a dream," which I thought that <laughs> like that is a perfect way to line this up. Uh, so her mom uh, comes in and is like, "Holy shit! Like you're screaming! Like are you okay?" Uh, her mom points out that she has like these slashes on her nightgown, and she's. I, it's a pretty funny line. She's like, "You either need to stop having those dreams, or you need to trim your nails." <laughs> Yo, I like, like, I like how that's that's the answer. We ha- yeah. we see like parenting one hundred and one. Like, just imagine, yeah, having your nails sharp enough to slice, th- like not clean. Like, there's through. no struggle through them. It's just like yeah. slice, just like a clean. And I'm like, so that's the first thing I was like, okay, so we're just gonna just assume yeah. that nothing bad happened. To You're her. like awesome. So this mom's killing it. Yeah, she's she's awesome. Uh, <laughs> so it's it's uh, the next morning. Um, she's with her, a couple of her friends. Uh, this is where you're introduced to Nancy and Nancy's boyfriend, Glenn. Um, they're basically talking to her and they're like, oh, yeah, like, it's crazy. Like, I have I have, you know, some crazy dreams and stuff like that. And they both reveal to her that they also had the same dream about a guy, a disfigured guy in a boiler room, like with the, the, the blade fingers. Um, so they're kind of a little bit freaked out at this point. Uh, I they kind of devise a plan where I, I can't remember if it was maybe her parents were going out of town. Um, but she was basically like, I don't want to sleep, like kind of freaked out by this whole situation. Like, let's just have a sleepover just we're all together. Um, and I guess they, they agree to it. Um, so yeah, Tina's mom goes out of town. Um, this is where Nancy, uh, also confesses to having the same nightmare. Um, so literally like one by one, her friends are like, yeah, I've had the same dream and it's, very alarming i can't that that must have been like if that happened in real life like how freaked out would you have been and having the same dream yeah about like the same monster the Did same you, night all right so i have to do a segue here do you know there's a nicholas nicholas cage movie coming out right now where he is in everyone's dream yeah you told me about yeah. that that's so that just made me insane. that's the way you sent me that sentence just made me realize that that's what that movie's about is he but instead of freddy krueger it's just nicholas cage as an old balding man that and he basically becomes famous because he's everyone in everyone's dream yeah, they're like he's oh the my god you're the guy from dream yeah, yeah. What a fucking wild so dude that Freddy guy Brewer is. became famous because everyone so, saw him in dream. Nicolas Cage just... I've never seen Robert England and Nicolas Cage in the same room. They might not be the same. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Who freaking knows? <laughs> Get you a man who can do it all. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Um, so anyway, so her friends, uh, her friends stay at Tina's house um, while her mom is out of town. Like I said, uh, she Tina ends up falling asleep and dreams again about like this disfigured guy chasing after her. Um, Rod, one of their friends, uh, I, who you're interrupted or you're introduced to, um, that is what's Johnny Depp. 
and then Rod. No, and Glenn's Johnny Depp. Glenn, Glenn and, is Depp. Yeah, Glenn is and Nancy Depp. are a couple, and then Rod and Tina are oh, kind of like I'm, a, Yeah, I'm sorry. They so have like was... a, re- a relationship where it's kind of on the rocks. It's kind yeah. of rocky. So and he shows it, up. I don't think he was actually invited to the sleepover. That's right. I and really he shows did up. simplify this whole part of the... And then yeah. they have like the wild scene yeah, where they're... Bow, bow, bow. Yeah, I was going to say, like, there's the machismo <laughs> scene outside where Johnny yeah, Depp and Rod, Rod get, you know, they're like, yeah, doing what boys do. And uh, so they, to te- do what, did you have any other comments? Yeah, well, so then <laughs> Johnny Depp, or Glenn is asleep, and, uh, or he's trying to sleep. Trying to go to sleep. Yeah. And they're above, they're above him, or next to him. I forget which way it is. They're shaking the bed, But they're so having a little, little too much little, fun. We're the homes wide open. Yeah, they're having a little, they're a little, having a little creed. A little one creed on one moment, time. yeah. And uh, John <laughs> Glenn says morality sucks. <laughs> morality, yeah. <laughs> so he's not partaking. So They're he's partaking. Having, yeah. So he's having a wild time by himself. Um, not really. So Tina ends up falling asleep. Uh, she has a dream again about uh, the disfigured man chasing her. Um, Rod wakes up by basically Tina is like freaking out, like thrashing all about. Um, and then in so there's kind of like a lot of these sequences it has like in the dream world and then in the real world, like what is actually happening. This is like the first really brutal. I think this is the first kill that you yeah. see. So it's um, Tina is basically like ripped to shit, dragged up to the ceiling and is basically being like pulled across the ceiling as yeah. like blood this is falling. Is, this everywhere. is awesome. She's getting drugged yeah. all across the room. I would say like to shoot that they that was a really cool shot. How they how they were able to pull that off, like that whole scene off. Did you know how you know how they did it? Did they? Yeah, was it the camera upside down? No, they had a rotating room that they made. They really? made a rotating room so that she would basically just like and they would fall up the yeah, wall. Yeah, there's basically. no wires. There's no wires in this. A lot That's of this movie wild. is all practical, and it's, yeah. like, I was watching on the, in the documentary. They go through, they basically go through all the big ones. Yeah, but this is the first obviously big scene. Yeah, and yeah, so she, they're rotating that room, and she's she's basically being drugged around the room, bloodied, and um. And same with the mattress. The mattress has like, like I don't know if it's blood packs or what, but oh, you can see it. Yeah, she slams like, all that's the blood's so going cool. everywhere. They basically had like one shot to do most of these things because of the blood. Well, I think this is like a testament to like some of these movies. I feel like horror doesn't really some people are just like, oh, it's just like a shitty horror movie. But there's a lot. I think the like from a, an effects like a special effects standpoint, that you have to be really particular about how things like happen oh, in yeah. these types of movies and i think that was just like i just that's pretty cool but and they had to tell, do a, yeah. a moving it's room insane uh so she's obviously not doing too hot um falls slams back down on the bed um and rod is freaking out uh so then at this point nancy and glenn kind of wake up because they just they're hearing like screaming from upstairs they go into her, the room where they uh the other two were sleeping and they find tina dead and like just cut up to shit uh and what's it rod the boyfriend is like gone he's he did he runs away um because obviously they assume he's he's like he saw there's he they're like there's no way someone's gonna believe he basically saw an invisible man slashing up his girlfriend (laughs) he couldn't do anything about it getting thrown around so a little later um he actually he says like yeah there was someone in the bed like with her and he's like how how would you have not known that there was someone in there and he's like i can't explain he's like i I couldn't see him i couldn't see every time someone's like what do you look like i didn't get a look at him i couldn't see him they're like what that's so he's you're covered in you're covered in blood yeah it's 
It's pretty great. So it's the next day. Um, Nancy's dad, who is a police officer, um, arrests Rod. Uh, he's basically, the Rod is like, I didn't do this. Like, I, it's, you, you got to believe me. And they're like, yeah, okay, buddy. Tell it to the slammer in the jail. Uh, so they're back at school. Nancy ends up falling asleep in the classroom yeah. uh, and dreams that basically she's being chased again. She sees her friend in a body bag at the door, basically like trying to get out of it. So she's like, she's bugging out or she thinks she's awake. Like when, I guess from her point of view, the class is still going on as normal, but over on the side, like out of the door is just like wild nonsense. Um, so she goes out there and then it basically has another run in with this like disfigured man, um, which is, uh, is going to be a theme around here. So she's freaking out. Um, she deliberately puts her arm on a pipe to try and like wake her. She's basically trying to be like, this isn't real. Like this is a dream. She burns her arm in dreamland uh, and wakes up in the classroom. And everyone's like, kind of like, holy shit, like what happened? Like you're freaking out right now. Like you just, you're good. Like you're going to be fine. And then you notice that in the real world, she has a burn she has on the her burn, arm. Yeah. Um, and, and the then, teacher has a really great line. She's like, like she's freaking out. She's like, all right, I, I have to go. And the teacher's like, you're going to need a hall pass. I, you know, I, <laughs> just doing nothing. Um, but, but yeah, what did you want to say? So while, when the body's getting drugged, she's goes to follow the body. In the, yeah. In so the her ha- friend in a body bag is being basically dragged by something that you can't yeah. see down the hallway. But that's then the, a great but then scene. the hall, Freddie is, is now a, a girl that's a hall monitor. Yeah. You're going to need your pass. Yeah. So he's, <laughs> yeah. he's in the hall. Like it's a girl in the hallway, but it has Freddie's voice. Yeah. Ugh. And that's, and then you get the, the boiler thing. But yeah, she she has her arm burn, and then later someone says, "How did you burn your arm?" She's like, "I did an English class," and that's her only explanation. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, "Okay, that's pretty great." Person's like, "What the?" It's like, "What the hell?" Uh, so Nancy, uh, she basically ditches school. She goes to visit Rod at the police station, um, where he basically is still trying to describe Tina's death along, like with his own essential recount of the night where he's like, "I couldn't see him," you know, "I I like I didn't do anything." I, yeah, you got to believe me. Um, and he reveals that he was also had dream, had nightmares about this same guy. So it's kind of coming full circle. Um, so this is where I think this is the first scene where Nancy is like, I think this same guy is who killed Tina. Like, I believe you, we got to get to the bottom of this. Um, which is like just a, that's just the whole plot. It's just so bizarre. I think it's cool that they thought up this story like i feel like now as i'm like reading through the plot we're like oh yeah this is nightmare on elm street imagine if you just had to think of this well yeah do you, so like, do you know in the he explains how he came up with the story what did how did he do so it? there was like this there was this series of guys like i think it was kids i can't remember i think it was in japan or not but there was a series he saw it he saw it in the newspaper it was a series of guys that kept dying in their sleep oh so there was another person that was um he was I guess he was in the same area, yeah. And he was he was unable to sleep because he was so freaked out about what was yeah. happening. So they they gave him they gave him. Um, Did they like sedate it? him? Basically, they tried to give him sleeping pills. Yeah, but then he I can't remember exactly what happens, but he basically is hiding the sleeping pills to stay awake because he's Damn, so terrified he's, of dying. That's yeah. pretty cool. So well, they, not for him, but no, for but the they, story. That's how the story. <laughs> kind of developed yeah so he, that's he, like, wild. Heard that and he's like oh i want to he's like i'm gonna Amer-, he basically yeah. he's like i'm gonna americanize this yeah so he like made it you know what i mean he put it in america and he put yeah like, an american spin on it yeah he made but, it the the teen horror yeah exactly of, yeah. um he saw what they did with halloween what they did with friday the 13th and was like oh okay yeah and that's why i think this movie's cool because it has a whole different like weird yeah it has a whole different feel to it yeah i think 
I mean, what was in the chain of like those three that you just mentioned, Friday the 13th, Halloween, and Nightmare on Elm Street, what order did they, did they come out in? So it was like Black Christmas in 74, Black Christmas and Texas Chainsaw in 74, Okay. then Halloween in 78, Okay. Uh, Friday, Friday the 13th. 13th in 80, and this was 84. Yeah, so to do this after these like, this was kind of like, I mean, I think people talk about this time, like when Halloween and stuff came out in Texas Chainsaw is like the beginning of, and Keith, correct me if I'm wrong, but like kind of the golden age of horror yeah i would like, say like, like the, the 80, around the 80s but to come in after already have seen halloween texas chainsaw massacre friday the 13th and put a new spin on like a horror movie that was like that was yeah huge. i mean it, that it was, feels completely fr- to me it feels fresh yeah, i mean some people yeah. might say they're oh they're kind of all the same but i yeah, think it's fresh this one is very different i think friday the 13th and halloween are very similar in in ways but then this one yeah there's like a whole other like it's a, it's a other, fresh take on yeah. the slasher, teen slasher. Yeah. Um, so anyway, back to the story. Uh, so at home, you're back at home. Nancy basically had a, had a chance to talk to um, Rod at the police station. He's like, all right, I think we know who's doing it. Um, so she's, she's back at her house. Nancy's back at her house. She's basically just trying to relax. Um, she's in the bathtub. And this is like a really, this scene, like, I remember when I was younger, this scene like scared the shit out of me. Um, so she's in the bath in the bathtub, um, and she basically starts like nodding off, and you see like Freddy's claw come up out of the water, and it's just like, or excuse me, the disfigured man at this point. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. actually know his name yet. Yeah, um, and then she basically pulls her underwater, and it's this giant open ocean type thing, like underneath her bathtub, and uh, so she's nearly drowned. Wakes up, her mom comes up and is like, "Whoa, what the fuck's happened?" Wakes her up, she ends up being good. Um, didn't die essentially. And her mom comes in. She has a really good line where her mom comes in and is like, "What happened?" She's like, "I just needed help getting out of the tub." Like, she's, like she's totally she's trying like, to cover. Oh, up. okay, Nancy. Yeah, she's sure. like, "Cool, I'm gonna go back watching my programs." What were you doing? Cannonballing in there? <laughs> Jesus, doing belly flops in the tub. Uh, did you have anything you wanted to add to this? Oh, one? so it looked like you were another gonna... production thing that happened. The, basically, the guy was filming it also had the the claw and he just basically sat like so that was like a tub that had a, t- a tank under it yeah so he was in this tank in under the with tank the, with the camera like reaching and then out. he would just reach with the hand he said like a, a whole day of just shooting stuff like that yeah that must have been like a very wild weird, weird thing like <laughs> yeah. oh here's this weird fake bathtub with the tank yeah. under that i'm just sitting in <laughs> she's like, like right, propped up in. on him yeah that's bizarre yeah i guess i didn't think about how they had to shoot that i didn't scene. think about it either i mean you know, but that's the beauty. That's that is what makes this one cool. They they pull off shots that you're like, how the hell did they like? It yeah. makes it seem like it's truly like he's stepping into their world, which yeah. I thought was like awesome how they did it. Um, so again, freaks out in the bathtub. She then starts relying on uh, caffeine and like, I guess was it? No, she's not taking. Yeah, anything. she has. Like, well, she has, she has the coffee pot coffee. next to her bed, and yeah. Matt. They also found that coffee pot in that guy. The, the story is based on yeah they found that coffee pot in his closet attached really? with a with a extension cord to another plug like a hidden plug that's like even sad because he, he, was, he like, was like trying to stay away because yeah, he didn't want to die oh my god this isn't as fun anymore <laughs> but like how crazy is that like yeah it is true it is pretty wild uh so nancy again slamming caffeine um she actually i think right before that she's in the bathroom she opens up the cabinet and did you see the pills the bottle of pills it was like insta awake or some oh, yeah, like yeah. bullshit like super like made a weird crazy caffeine pills yeah and uh, i just thought that was really funny um so she then uh invites her boyfriend glenn um who lives across the street over to her house to basically say like 
keep an eye on me while I'm asleep. If something weird happens, like wake me up. Um, so Nancy, uh, is basically in her dream. She, she ends up falling asleep. Nancy sees that the man is, is preparing to kill Rod in his cell. Um, but then he kind of turns towards her. Uh, so she runs away. This is all in her dream, runs away, wakes up to find her alarm, like as her alarm clock is going off. So this is a kind of another theme that you start to see if she's starting to set alarms so that she's only asleep for a couple minutes. So it's almost like if I can stay alive for a couple minutes, I know an alarm will wake me up, which I thought was like, you know, if you're talking about sleep, that's kind of a cool way to, to combat it. Um, did you want to add anything to this one? Oh no. That little section. Okay. Um, so Nancy runs away, wakes up, finds her alarm clock going off. Um, she basically is then like, oh, shit, we got to go see Rod. Like, I saw him in my dream. Like, basically, this guy was after him. Uh, so separately in the in the jail cell, which this scene was fucking brutal, like, the bed sheet is going up and wraps itself around Rod's neck, rips him out of bed, and basically looks like, I, I think there it's it's supposed to imply that, like, he hung himself. Um, that it wasn't like yeah. he was brutally killed. I think it was like, you know, if if you were trying to get into the mind of like Freddie, he was like, oh, they're just going to assume that he couldn't handle the guilt and like basically knock people off the scent, um, which is just I, the whole scene was like pretty brutal. Um, so at Rod's funeral, uh, Nancy's parents are becoming very worried <laughs> that like how she's describing her dreams. You hear her talk about um this guy with, you know, he has the the green and red sweater on. He's disfigured. He's burnt. And you you start to see a lot of, like, nervous glances back and forth between the parents, which is something that will come up a little later, um, which I just thought was really cool. Uh, they insist that they – or her mom ends up taking her to a sleep disorder clinic where uh, they basically hook, up to all the, hook her up to all these machines to try and get a read on, like, what is actually happening when she starts freaking out. The machine goes, like, haywire, and uh, when she wakes up, when the doctors wake her up – Nancy is holding the hat that was on um, Freddy Krueger, who you find out that the name Fred Krueger is inside of the hat. Right. Um, and basically, she's like, yeah, do you guys fucking believe me now? Like, and this she, is real. This she, hat's real. She has cuts on her arm, too, right? Yeah, and she has a couple cuts on her arms, too. So this is all happens at the doctor's office. Um, there was a really funny line that I... Uh, that I wanted to point out in this one. I didn't know if you had anything to add. So they're at the sleep study and in the doctor's office, they're like putting her to sleep and the doctor's describing like, okay, now she's in this part of her sleep. Now she's in this part of her sleep. This is where dreaming starts happening. The mom at a doctor's office, I think this is just because we're so far removed from that time, pulls out a cigarette and just goes, yeah, so what even is a dream? <laughs> I was like that same pulling out a cigarette just going, what exactly, what even is a dream? I was like, that has happened in like a drunk frat basement. Like two dudes being like, dude, what even is a dream, dude? Like, I don't even know. Um, I just thought that was really funny. So did you have anything to add to that one? No, no. She, this, that's right. So this is the first time. she. So she's smart. I think that's what's cool about this is she's like. Who is? Nancy. Yeah, I was like, not the mom. <laughs> she's ripping, no, no, no. Like Nancy, she's ripping she's cigarettes, and the... she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna take something yeah. from him." She so, realizes that she can bring something out, something back. Yeah. So this is where I'm gonna drop that. Remember, I, I before we recorded, I was like, I have some, I have a hot take about the mom, which I'm gonna drop on you while we're recording. Did I tell you? I yeah, you told, told me that, that you weren't gonna tell me what it was till right now. Until right now, um, this might be. I'm trying to see. Does the mom or doesn't the mom look like Paul Stanley from Kiss? What? Look her up. I mean, Toward, it's mo- I mo- I mainly noticed it towards the end, and then I'll look up a picture of him, and then look up a picture of him in makeup. It's the same face. 
And Ronnie I, Blakely? You think she looks like in this movie in this character? I don't know what it is, but she looks like Paul Stanley. Hmm. And I needed to get your live reaction because if you were like, "Oh, dude, I totally see it," then I would have been like, "Yep, I fucking knew it." But if not, then I I understand. <laughs> <laughs> is it right? Well, I mean, now that you say, like, now that I'm, I have to look at that and that back to back. It's the eyes. Yeah. 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 Now aren't you gonna be picked? It's uh, That's fucked up. Man. Yeah. That's wild, isn't it? Anyway, that's all I got. Oh, that's the eyes, dude. Yeah. She has very prominent eyes. Yep, and so does he. Okay. Well, there you have it. There you have it. You heard it here first. Episode's over. Okay. (laughs) Great. Uh, So so she pulls the hat out. Um, They go back to the house. Um, There's also like a piece of white hair in the front now. Oh, yeah. She has gray hair now. She has gray hair now. I don't really know what that was about. Like, what is your take she's, on that? She's, she's just like, like in shock. Stressed. Stressed, yeah. Well, yeah, white hair comes from stress. Does it really? You can, yeah. If you're going to go through a really stressful time, you can yeah. get you a white can, hair. You can like, get a white hair. Yeah. Damn. Well, I don't that, know if immediately, but I think this, it's obviously exaggerated. This yeah. like is that why you're looking like a touch of gray model over yeah, there or what? I'm like a Anderson Cooper over here. Full, full <laughs> no. gray. You, do you have any gray hair? Uh, I have some gray chest hairs if you want to see them. That comes later. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Next All week, right. we're going to be covering. <laughs> um, so, anywho, so they're back home. Uh, they're, they're back home. Her mom ends up barring the house up. She comes home. There's, like, bars on the window and stuff like that, which is She's like, kind yeah. of strange. She's the like, mom's yeah, it's like, like, we live in Compton, so we got to bar the windows up. We got to bar the windows. Uh, so, her mom, Marge, explains, uh, basically pulls her, brings her down into the basement and was like, yeah, this man that you've been describing. Like well, because she, well, she says Fred Krueger to her mom. And yeah. she's like, and her, it has to be Fred Krueger. It has to be Fred. And she's like, she's like, no, he's dead. He's dead. And you're like, how do you know? Nah, 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 nah. Like, so, he goes to the basement. Uh, do you want to tell Do you want to tell anything? Keep going. All right, fine. Jesus. Anyway, uh, so she goes to the basement, um, and then the mom basically describes that um, Fred Krueger, he killed a bunch of kids, like, when they were younger, um, or I guess it was, yeah, I guess it was when, yeah, it was when she was a kid. When she was a kid, um, he basically was a uh, convicted child murderer uh, in their, which is, you know, I, that's kind of wild, but uh, she said he killed 20 children and was released on a technicality. So basically it was like, yep, this made big news, but, like, someone forgot to file paperwork or someone forgot to get like yeah, proper he, read him the rights or whatever he didn't I, I can't sign, remember exactly he didn't sign the oh the the what is it when you have to go in when you get what the fuck is search this? warrant in search the right warrant. spot he said in the, in the right spot he said the, i think she said something like the uh, the, the lawyers got fat and the judges got something I and the, the judges got like notoriety basically like yeah. the people were like oh we're just like we were yeah, his, so we won this go. case but it ended up being they had to let him go yeah. Um, so in kind of like a vigilante justice way, a bunch of people from the neighborhood all got together, ran, chased him to this, uh, kind of like the boiler room where, where he, he would like supposedly killed, the... supposedly killed the kids and they burn it to the ground. Yeah. Um, there's a really great, uh, in the remake of this one, they actually show that scene of like the parents yeah. killing him is like the first scene in the movie, which I thought was, which is a nice homage, you know, watching the later one after this one. Um, which actually to go all the way back to the beginning, we talked about the first scene being of Nancy. There's a little like home video of this guy making the hand like glove thing. And you assume that that is Freddy Krueger, like while he was still alive. So well, you're talking about the very, very first, very, scene. very, yeah, very, yeah, very yeah. first scene is Freddy Krueger making that hand knife thing that is assumed to have killed. Uh, yeah. I actually kids. wanted to talk about that. Cause that, I think the way the movie starts is awesome. Yeah. The new line cinema comes with the red and black and it's like, 
It's like I think that new line cinema. Yeah. They should have kept that. It is so cool. That looking. is really cool. And then you have that in the boiler room. He's yeah. making the the hand, and then it goes right into like you before the first time you see it, you don't know what is happening. Yeah, you're like, but you're, you you don't that realize that this girl is running through the boiler in a dream. Yeah, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's uh, but it and it starts small and it gets bigger, right? What the f- like the image? Yeah, it starts yeah, small they, and it gets bigger. They, yeah, they uh, I thought know, it was really blowed cool. up. Um, so that was just a, I thought that was just a cool callback from like the beginning to uh, so at this point her mom's like yeah so we burned him alive and then she pulls out of like a hidden spot she's like I even went yeah, she in, in this, the, and got his like fit his knives she just and goes into the, this, the furnace and is yeah. like, oh yeah here's this here's this wrapped so what, up every yeah every time they want to warm the house they're like oh, we gotta get the murderer's knives out of here <laughs> like yeah get those stabby hands out of there get the stabby hands babe I'm done I'm begging you for a vitamin now <laughs> um because he was burned to death that was freddy krueger in that scenario oh oh he needs a vitamin yeah, yeah he yeah, needs yeah, a vitamin because yeah. okay. he's burned to death. yeah he's dry he needs him. <laughs> never mind he... nah. <laughs> great um so yeah then it's kind of it's just kind of wild so now the mom i think everyone's kind of on the same page of like oh this is a real dude and now something actually not chill is happening i mean i think they didn't say not chill but i think you guys get the point uh so and I think there's a quick scene where you see her mom going to oh no I don't think that happened yet but no you, no that doesn't happen yet yeah. yeah so basically uh Nancy realizes that Kruger who's kind of vengeful is killing her and her friends to basically you know like, you get did, back at you the did game. this to me I'll do this to your kids yeah how about it it may you know Tony Soprano yeah that's Sopranos has been going well that's what I was watching I'm gonna go back. Oh, okay. So we'll go back to the beginning yeah. where you're watching The Sopranos. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, so uh, Nancy tries to call Glenn um, to warn him. Essentially, like, they're the, the only two left out of their little group. She tries to call Glenn to warn him across the street, but her dad, his dad is like, oh, yeah. is like, no, I'm not letting you speak to her. Like, you've been acting a little kooky. Like, you're going to the, to the, all these, this, this, you know, these sleep disorder places. And um, so she, he, he's basically like, don't talk to my son. He's like, you gotta be, you gotta be straightforward with these kids. And then. Takes, yeah. the, takes the phone He's like, off. He'll the talk hook. you tomorrow. Yeah, takes the phone off the hook, um, and Glenn ends up falling asleep and is unfortunately meets his demise. So it is like quarter to oh, I forgot the exact time. I think it's quarter to midnight, and he said, "She said, be here at midnight." Yeah, on my on my front my front porch. Yeah, and so he is listening to tunes and watching what he tells his mom is Miss Nude America. Yeah, which he I, has a TV propped on his crotch yeah. He has a baby in TV bed. in bed, and his his headphones are in his record player that's on the table next to him. So he's just like he's living the best life. Yeah, he's at he's ten of midnight. A, he's having a time. Uh, I think so. This was um I'm just wanted to verify this, but I believe this was a time where she said be over at midnight. If you hear on the TV, they're playing the national anthem. That was the last thing that they used to play on tv everywhere before they would cut broadcasting at midnight at midnight but right, right so, when he's asleep yeah, yeah so basically she was supposed to be over there at midnight you hear the national anthem playing on the tv people to i mean i don't think that's like common knowledge today that that was a thing but that's basically supposed to signify like shit it's midnight and he is not he is yeah. not there he's like, um he's it basically like, is it, I just thought that was kind of a cool little. It's like this thing. wraps our broadcast, and then it's a national. Yeah, yeah, which is silly. I don't think. I mean, now obviously there's you know, fucking there's nine thousand channels that never shut off. Um, it's fucking pathetic. 
Anyway, <laughs> I, just thought, I just I was just trying to see if I could let that linger just to make you feel uncomfortable. Um, so anyway, so he's killed by Freddy. Hate to see it. I actually had a note that the way he died, it was, um, you know, that that famous geyser, Old Faithful. Oh, the Old Faithful. Yeah, yeah. Classic. It was basically um, the I. Let me write. Let me read you exactly. Oh, the Old Faithful Fountain of Fun is the way that he went. Mm, that's that's good. Yeah, and it was basically a geyser of blood that shot out of his bed. Yeah. Um, so the Freddy's hand actually reaches out of the bed, pulls him under, including yeah. the TV and Everything. his headphones, and then the record player. Yep. It all goes goes in there, and then you see the geyser of blood. And the cool thing is they reuse that that rotating room. They yeah. turned it upside down, and they have one shot at it, and they basically just had like the had blood, a hole, like, dump out. and they just dump dump That's gallons smart. and gallons and gallons of blood water yeah. down. But what happened? Oh man, it was a nightmare. So what happened I was I can imagine. Yeah. It it hit a light, all that water is dumping down there and it electrocuted the water. And there was a guy down there like in control of everything. Yeah. So he's getting electrocuted and then the room starts spinning out of control. And so, and as it's happening, water is just pouring, blood water is pouring out on, they're like, so the people are on the outside of this cube. Yeah. Like the the moving room, like the camera. So people are getting electrocuted and then all of a sudden all the, it's it's like knocking all the lights out. So there's just a big black cube just spinning while full this, of blood yeah and then oh they're just getting God. covered in this blood was that person okay that was getting electric yeah i think everyone survived but oh, like no, they, had one, dead. they had one take at <laughs> yeah. it and it was just like a they had no idea if it was going to work or not because they're like well and so that's why the room that's why it actually looks crazier because everything's going wrong while yeah it's happening oh god now i gotta rewatch that now that i know that it was a spinning room i feel like yeah. that would like tie a lot of things together um so now what's, she's alone what's up i was gonna say it's not the only the, have you ever seen Evil Dead Two? I the, have. With the yeah. blood that's like, at the one point where the blood's just like, yeah, yeah. It's like a really similar like everything got all screwed up during. Oh really? Yeah. That's like I feel like it's, it's just tough funny, whenever right? you get a lot of especially these earlier ones. Like I know we did our Jaws episode. Like Saltwater got all fucking inside of the. Like I think it's just, I guess they hadn't mastered it. I feel like it was also a time where they weren't actually trying to do like. They're like, all right, yeah, this dude Jimmy told me he knows how to do this, so let's just do it. <laughs> My buddy Kyle said he's got a bucket. Let's <laughs> let's see if we can make a movie. Um, no one has ever said that. Anywho, so now alone, Nancy is she's kind of all of her friends are done. Kind of sucks for her. Um, Nancy ends up uh, putting Marge to sleep, which I thought was really funny. Her mom. There's a scene. I don't know why she's like trying to sneak out of her room to go across the street to um, get to Johnny Depp's character before he's his ultimate demise. And she cracks the door and her mom opens up the linen closet, reaches yeah. into towels and is like, pulls out a huge bottle of liquor. And she's like, oh, and just slams it. And I don't know. Like, they that's, what I, that's what I was going to bring up. I said, that's her mom scene. goes to the and you're like, that didn't happen yet. I, but yeah, it's a really wild like one second scene. You're like, oh, okay, so now we really understand that the mom, <laughs> the dynamic, yeah, has has a drinking problem. She's not completely stable. Yeah, she put. But bars I love on the next the scene when she finally thinks that her mom's asleep. Yeah, and she goes downstairs and her, she tries to open the door, and her mom goes, "Lock, lock, lock, lock." Yeah. And I'm just like, "What the? Fuck the mom's is like, so I'm like, wait, is she asleep right now? Is this the dream world? And it's like, oh yeah. no, this is not the dream. No, world. No, it's alcoholic world. So she's locked in the house. Mom. Yes. She's trying and to she's get like, out. She's like, he's not even on me. Good luck. And you're like, oh, no. That's <laughs> pretty cool. But funny. one cool thing that happened earlier is sure. uh, Nancy got this this book of army tactics and uh, booby traps. And then she's booby trapping her entire house. So this is pre-Home Alone. Yeah. I was going to say that was actually the next the next part. And the, they actually, yeah, Wes Craven did this because he actually has read those manuals. And is, it was like super fascinated and like 
army booby, booby traps. Really? So, like, that's where those come from. They're actual, like, like mach- machinations that people have designed well, she as does booby the, traps. What, do you, what were the booby traps? What, the, is, what the, did she do? The main ones are the hammer, or, like, the yeah. sledgehammer she has rigged up with to the coat door. hangers. Yeah. And then she has the exploding light bulb with that the trip wire. That was cool. Yeah. That, those like, are, like, the two big ones, right? I think so. And then she, I mean, that's yeah. pretty cool in itself, though. Yeah. Uh, gunpowder. Gunpowder in the light bulb trick. It gets them every time. Even when I was watching it again, I was like, wait, why is she doing this again? And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. Oh, the old exploding light bulb trick. <laughs> it's so wild. Uh, so she puts her mom to sleep. Um, basically, he's like, oh, go to sleep. Like, everything's going to be fine. Um, and then across the street, who is uh, her dad is investigating Glenn's death because he's a police officer. She basically says, like, she gets him on the phone and says, wake me up and tw- come break the door down in 20 minutes and wake me up. So she has kind of a plan. Like she was able to, she realized that if she's able to pull the hat out of the dream, she's going to try and like pull him out of the dream. Um, so basically time it just so, so she can grab onto him, wake up, pull him out of the dream. And then she asked her boyfriend when he was still alive, he's like, well, and then you can just beat the shit out of him with like a baseball bat. And I was like, yeah, that's not going to fucking work, but okay, dude. Um, and yeah, even Johnny Depp at the, at the time, or Glenn, is just like, he's basically, what do you want me to do? And this <laughs> reminds me of every like argument that a girl gets you into. Yeah. Well, this I'm, is going to be a super cool take. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, there's so many, like, I'm not saying this is normal for everybody, but I've been in situations where, like, there's no problem, and then the girl starts a problem, and you're just okay. like, but with a guy. And you're like, oh, okay. And they're like, my boyfriend's going to whoop your ass. Oh, you're like, saying like the movie portrayal of like, I'm yeah, just saying like, like my, it's a relatable yeah. thing. You're like, oh, no, not yeah. again. Please don't do this. Please don't do this. Yeah. Like, no, my boyfriend's going to whoop your ass. And I'm like, and you're this is, boyfriend? This is, but this is the classic example where it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, you're going to take on Freddy Krueger. And he's like, oh, yeah, for sure. He's for like, sure, yeah. for sure, for sure. I mean, I would. But he's I was like, went to the gym earlier, and I'm sore. He's like, I've got a hamstring <laughs> problem, and like, you know, I don't. Yeah. These hands are registered weapons, so I don't want to use them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you guys remember, so this actually is a really nice tie back into our Barbie episode where Keith said he hated women. Um. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, nobody listened to that episode, so yeah. I don't think people even know what the joke was. So now everyone just assumes that what you said is true. No, he didn't say that. He like the all joking aside, he did not say that. It was a bit that we had going um, for one second. No, and I think you and Emily started the bit in real life, and then we talked about it on the podcast, and then... Yeah. Yeah, so sweet, and so thanks. Yeah. so cool. So nice. back to... <laughs> but no, I do, I do know what What does that have to do with me hitting uh, women? I don't know. I just thought it was something... You just thought it was like, oh, let's just flame him, let's just trash him, I gotta be yeah. better than him kind of thing? Yeah. All right, cool, 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 yeah. cool, 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 cool. Because you can physically hurt me, I gotta like... I gotta, I gotta. What makes you think I can? What makes you think... Are you kidding me? I look like... I don't even know. And you look like it. you go to the gym. You're a, you're a healthy individual, you know. That doesn't mean shit. I can fall like a tree. What do you mean? You ever played you ever you ever Timber? A, <laughs> have you ever played Tip or Tip? If you can't tip him, tip him. Yeah, coming to a coming to a target near you. Yeah, you'll you'll play it soon with yeah. your friends. One you thought Twister was cow. fun. Wait until you crack open this board game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, where were we? Just yeah, get us back. Anyway, here. Um, so. Oh, I like how you said, like, just casually. She's like, Dad, come over here in 20 minutes. But it's like a frantic scene oh, where it's she's a very frantic, breaking yeah. glass, screaming out the window. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. Yeah, but, you know, for the sake of the show, sure, sure, um, sure. we got to leave some mystery out there. So she, like you said, rigs up her whole house, um, goes to sleep after her, you know, the, basically with the uh, protection that someone will be waking her up in 20 minutes or so she thinks. Uh, she wakes up. 
She ends up grabbing onto Freddy. Her plan works. He, Freddy is dragged out into from like dreamland. Uh, and then she runs downstairs and starts basically yelling out the door of like, I got him. Like I got, I have the killers in my house, like come and get him. Um, so they're kind of going on this big chase. She chases him uh, down to the basement where she, I, this is kind of wild. She's like hiding out with the gasoline dude and she lights him on fire and which i think this is interesting because this is the first time that freddie is like afraid of something because yeah, obviously he was afraid, afraid of fire of he's yeah. afraid of fire that's jason is afraid of water freddie's afraid of fire oh Fun wow time. yeah dude that's a hot take i don't think anyone's ever thought of that before. <laughs> um so, uh the police arrive and they find out that Freddy Krueger had escaped from the basement. There's basically like flame footprints up to the mom's room. Uh, They get up there and they find that Freddy is burning and essentially killing her mom. So Marge is under him and she's Freddy's trying to take someone out with him. Um, They extinguish, extinguish the fire. uh, But then using a fire blanket, they use a fire blanket. That's right. You yeah. got to have one of those in your kitchen. Got to have one. Got to have a fire blanket. Especially. We're looking at you, Emily Doyle. We know you have a fire blanket in your kitchen. <laughs> Just got to keep them on your toes. Yeah. Uh, so they extinguish the whole situation. And then Kruger and Marge uh, are lowered. I guess her mom's kind of dragged into the bed. But she looks up a, like a fucked up spirit halloween uh animatronic and you're like, like yeah just she gets just lo- being sucked lowered. into the bed but it- they did so many cool things and in this scene i was like you really couldn't uh, you know spent the extra couple dollars to get a cool <laughs> effect you had to go get like this the plastic skeleton that's like rattling as you carry yeah, it it's um i i i i understand it you said that to me and i was like okay i get where you're coming from it so is- it is what it is it is what it is uh so then after Nancy, um, they basically, I think they end up just, they're going to leave the room. Nancy closes the door and Freddie comes back. Uh, and at this point, she basically is like, oh, it, it seems like something kind of clicks. Um, and she realizes, which I don't, she never actually says this, but this is something that is like kind of a theme later on, is that without fear, basically Freddie has no power. So she basically turns around and is like, I'm not scared of you. Like, you're a dream. You can't hurt me. And Freddie's like, oh, dude. Oh, oh shit. Oh. Watch me turn to blue mist. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, and then Freddie evaporates um, when he ba- he basically like, tries to jump at her. But she turns her back to him as like, I'm, like, I'm better than you. She said, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> Who are you going to call? The jar of gasoline. tops it. <laughs> the jar of gasoline in the basement. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's who I was going to call. Wait, so we didn't even talk about the booby traps that she did. Yeah, we did. But we, we talk about it, 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 they work. The hammer, oh, yeah. The hammer gives him the old. Oh. Gives him the old. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> and, then the, the old. and then the light blows up on his <laughs> and face. She, and then there's like, oh, yeah. He basically goes up to him. He's like, oh, what? You're going to throw a lamp at me? Big whoop. Turns the light on. And it was just basically like dynamite in his face. Uh, which I forgot about that. Yeah, so it does cool. work. It's yeah. very effective. Um, before Freddy, before Freddy uh, is, I guess, evaporated, she says, "Like I want my friends back. Like I want my mom and my friends. I want back. my mom and my friends back." Um, so snap, yeah. snap. Okay, you got wakes it. Wakes up, wakes up the next day. It's bright, night, a little foggy. You know, uh, her friends and mom are still alive. Uh, so the one thing I notice is at this point she doesn't have the. Um, the rash guard on her arm anymore. Yeah. So it's like, oh, oh no. Oh. 
Oh na, na, crap! Na, 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 so it's a bright na, na, na. sunny's day. Yeah, she and has she, no scars on her. Like oh, not a care in the world. Damn, mom's alive. Yep, that's where the Paul Stanley comment came to my mind. You thought that was it? Uh huh. She okay. stepped outside, and I was like, "I loved your work." You're waiting for a love gun to pop on, huh? Okay, <laughs> nice. Um, so Glenn's pulls up in a convertible to go to school. Um, she hops in, happy to be alive, and then a green and red striped top like whips over it. Um, the car locks, all the windows go up, and the car like peels away. Uh, and she realizes like, "Fuck, I was at like she's asleep." Is basically what you're supposed and to. And she's get screaming to get out of the car. The car seals, so she can't get out of it. And, and like, then you oh. see the three girls in the white dress singing the the one two Freddy's coming for you so mom's at the mom's at the front door here and Freddy's hand reaches through grabs her by the head pulls her through and you were more worried about her getting pulled into the bed but you weren't worried about the dummy that gets pulled through the door yeah that was pretty bad too they were really rushing towards the end of this one I think so you were you were you thought that was cooler than the I don't know what I think (laughs) that's that's wild yeah that was that sucked (laughs) that one's funny that was pretty good so that was the end. Um, so but yeah, the, the, beginning... the, the, iconic, the iconic three girls singing the song. That's yeah. that we kind of didn't talk about earlier, but that happens yeah. earlier. So they talk about. Um, they said it was like that. So I think when you when you were introduced to her friends, Nancy says it was like that that nursery rhyme, like that that jump rope rhyme, like yeah. the one two Freddy's coming for you, and like I just thought that was cool. And those are supposed to be like his victims, I suppose, from the years before. Oh. Supposed to be. I think that's what the idea is. Those are like the kids. One. Yeah. And like, I don't know how many generations he'd been doing. If it was just, if it was just like that, like yeah, I kind of, I kind of like not knowing. I think yeah. it's more creepy. What's That's the, why I think the remake when it really spells it out for you, I was kind of like, eh, I guess we have a story now. Yeah, you're like, that oh. movie sucked, by the way. The remake? You like it? I sound. It sounded like I did like it. I no, Robert cool. England. Why the fuck nah. did they do that? Okay, I, I, I thought it was good. I thought they. I did thought a good they. Job. But the thing to me about it is, is like you have Halloween. He wears a yeah. mask. Jason Voorhees, wear, Voorhees. Jason yeah. Voorhees wears a mask. Freddy Krueger is no mask. Robert England. Yeah, that's true. It's his face. That's pizza fair. face. Robert England. How many was? How he... are you gonna fucking do that? He's in every one except for that one. Except the remake. Yeah, that kind of. And that movie did suck. All right, I'll I like most movies, but that movie was bad. Um, so there's one more thing that I'm gonna call out in this movie, and I'm gonna give you my rating of this movie. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. I was waiting Great. for this. So I can punch you dead in your head. <laughs> so, <laughs> what I was. T- so I have to stop saying that. I say that to too many people. I think it's funny, dead in the but people. Head. I think someone's gonna think I'm serious one day. I think that's I'm hilarious. Like, punching you dead in the head, like that's. But funny. it has to be like some mundane. Not in the thing. face, like, in the head. In the head. like a like a little. <laughs> but like you better get out of this. But it has to be something like so non-threatening that someone yeah, would like, be like, "Yeah, you're gonna pick up that piece of paper. I'm gonna punch you dead in the head <laughs> if you don't do it." Um. Anyway, so I talked about this a little earlier. How these movies kind of got weird. There's a trope that starts to develop and this is the first time you see it where the green and red striped top comes over that idea of like freddie being like personified in other objects they took that idea and ran with it like to the like exponentially they were like oh no the next ones he's only going to be a car <laughs> and oh, like, that's what you're talking. You're you know talking, talking about the really about? over the top ones. Yeah, the really so over the top really, kills. I think when you get to four, five, and six, that's when it really goes. Yeah. They really jump yeah. the shark, and then they jump that shark, and then they get a megalodon that goes and that lives they... under the water in the in the deep depths of hell, and then they jump that shark, <laughs> and they put a sweater on it, and then they jump it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just thought that was kind of neat. It, it's a way that you can kind of see 
um, if you're a fan of the 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 later ones, it's it's cool to see it kind of tied back like that in the in the um, first one. What would you rate this movie out of ten? Ten? I don't know, man. I I don't know. I don't have a rating system. Was this like the Nielsen rating system? I don't. I don't know. What. That's like the TV system. Oh, is it? Uh, <laughs> it's like I don't know. What like what do you what do you mean like horror favorite movie like just in just general, general overall I'd feel. give it like I'd give it like an eighty out of 100. 88 out of hundred I was gonna say an eighty out of that's an eight out of ten so yeah 8. I would say eighty eighty eight percent okay I'm giving this a seven out of ten yeah you it's didn't like good, it good but the, I rewatched it for the show and I was like you know I feel like there's other ones that are better I love the idea of it I think it's a really cool idea but like if you compare it to like some of the other movies that we talked about at the beginning, like Halloween, Friday the 13th, Texas Chainsaw, like, eh, I don't know. I just like it because it's grimy. It's like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say this, and I, it's a kind of perverted feeling. Oh, okay. Like, Freddy has that kind of weird... Yeah, well, he does a lot of, like... It gets much worse than the other ones, but I'm just yeah. saying, it's like a weird, like, it's not, like... He's overly... supposed to be, like, a creepy... Yeah, it's not... Part of the scary is him being like, Wah! Yeah, it's not, like, like overly... You know? actually sexual but it's yeah. like always oh, kind of got a weird like grimy weird, a weird vibe, vibe to it to and i'm it. like i think it adds to it it's like a he's just like a he's just he's a weird dude not only is he scary he's creepy and scary yeah which is a dangerous combination but then he, yeah then robert england's like ad libs and stuff like a lot of the stuff that ends up in yeah. these movies is him at like ad libbing off of what he was given his and then, voice is really awesome and then wes too. was just like all right we got to keep that well that's wait so you, what'd you think about the tongue phone oh that was cool so I thought it was weird. So you were cool. You're, you didn't like the the convertible boat. You like the tongue car or the tongue the tongue phone. <laughs> the tongue car. When she's on the phone and his tongue yeah. is on the phone. Like, like, <laughs> that's what I mean. It's like it's yeah. not like like Porky's perverted, but it's yeah. like. But it has. I mean, to tie like, this to other movies, I guess kind of of this time. Think about like The Exorcist. Yeah. There's elements of like that. I mean, some of the shit that the demon says in that movie is, like, just completely fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is that that element, like you said, almost like a perverted like element dirty. to it. Not yeah. even, but not like, not. Ha- it doesn't have to be sexual, just dir- uh, dirty. I'm well, in The dirty. Exorcist, they steer hard into it. Yeah, but yeah, but like I just different, mean, yeah. I just mean overall, yeah. dirty. Like, in, in these, in, in, all the, uh, in some of the other ones, like Halloween, Friday the 13th, they are straight scary because they're a big killer. Yeah, there's no, there's it. no dialogue. Freddy brings this whole other element yeah. to it that I'm like, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Is it scary? I don't know. I'm not scared of it, but I love it. It's unique. Yeah. So, but I, I, I thought this was a good episode. This is definitely, this is kicking off our, uh, I personally think it only goes up from here. All the, the other scary movies that we cover. Um, if I had to rank this out of like those original five, I think this is probably the lowest on the list. Um, but I still, I still thought this was, it was, a, it's a good movie. Yeah. No, I like it. Um, did you have any, any closing thoughts? I, th- I think um, we're, I think we're running a little long on this one. Yeah. So I, the reason he did red and green was because Wes, he was reading, I like calling him by his, just his first Wes. Name. I call him Crav. Crav? Personally. <laughs> <laughs> he was reading some article where, um, like the two most straining colors next together are red and green. That's Christmas. So he, though. He, I don't know. That's what, it, that's what the article said. So Damn. he took red and green. Like stri- I guess, and made it striped, so it would be like he would yeah. be really hard to look at. Yeah, it is very noticeable. And his face, okay, word. his face also one of the the one of the designers of all the of the the gore and makeup and stuff. Yeah, he he was messing around with a pepperoni pizza oh. and started like playing with the cheese and stuff, and that's how he designed. Oh, his like face. the sauce and stuff. Yeah, so I like when you pull, it. You pull it, it apart, like where the pepperonis are and stuff, yeah. and that's why his face is like has those like holes of skin that just melted. Like, yeah. So like the whole that's idea of cool. him being like a burned, 
pizza. Yeah, he's like a he's my got man's a, pizza a, face. a fried Red Baron pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what I had. I don't know. I just thought all the production that went into this and how I just think it's I don't know. I think the story is awesome. Yeah, and I like how it's like. It's not sci-fi, really, but it's like got a whole other kind of weird. And I, I don't know. I've just had like, like weird, like waking, sleeping, dreaming patterns of not like those kind of nightmares where you like yeah. wake up and you're like, you're in some weird inception level of a dream that you're like, I don't know what the fuck was just real. Yeah, yeah. And like, they do a good line of like blurring the lines because I mean, in in a dream, I mean, it's always something that there's a big thing is that like when you're in a dream there's no real st- it's just kind of like you're already in something they do a really good job of like blurring the lines between like oh shit like they make it feel real i think it's a very relatable feeling oh, yeah. of like oh that would be terrifying if some of these horrific nightmares that i've had actually were like recurring other people had them it was you know someone was actually going to kill me in my dream um also have you ever fallen asleep watching like you're in the middle of a horror movie and you start falling asleep and it becomes part of your dream no, I haven't had the privilege. Okay. Well, I just wa- I think I just watch too many horror movies at night. So that happens sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And it will ruin your night. Yeah. you wake imagine. up in a sweat. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And sometimes there's another movie started or something. Something else happened that woke you back up. And you're yeah. like, oh. well, you know I was that- actually falling asleep a little bit when I was watching this. That's a dangerous combination. And it was weird because I would like movie, wake yeah. up. And like, this sounds like I'm making this up. But I, I would wake up. I, I wouldn't be asleep asleep. But I'd be like kind of like lucid. And I would kind of like yeah. wake, rock back up. And I'd be like, oh, and like it, it'd be like someone was in a dream sequence. I'd be yeah. like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, that was me. Yeah, I've seen, but I've seen this movie. This is, I don't know, probably out of the mains. This is the one I've. I don't know. I, Would you I say you've know. watched this one the most? I don't. I don't actually know. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw is probably the one I've seen the most because I like that. I don't. I wouldn't. I don't know that people don't call that a slasher exactly because it's not the same. Yeah. I think it's. I think it, it is. It has like slasher elements. It really it's just a is that and. Of a, yeah, that and Black Christmas are really the first final girl. That's the girl. one I haven't seen. They come yet. out the same year, 74, and they they're really the first final girl movies. Yeah. Where they have that established, you know, group group of teens. Yeah. Getting picked off one yeah. by one. There's a killer with a with a reason to kill and then all of a sudden or not a reason to kill and then there's a final girl that's the hero. Yeah. And I know. think that is really cool. We talked about that a lot during our Scream episode too of like the final girl um like I guess, you know, story, like idea, concept and stuff. I just think that's like really, I really like that idea a lot. I think it's like really, I think it's cool. Because all along, I mean, you think it's like, oh shit, like, I don't know. I just, I really like the idea that one person, usually the main character, sees it all the way through. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I just thought that, I just think, I think in, 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 with movies and stuff like that, you get a lot of like actors. It's a very like male dominated, like, Oh, you know, like Leonardo DiCaprio and stuff like these big like guy actors. It's just cool that like this entire genre, like the stars of a lot of these horror movies that are like cult classics, it's is like the final, the final yeah, yeah. girl, which I, I think is awesome. Like, that's I just cool think about that's this one. So cool. She's not only just the final girl, but she's like devising like this plan the whole yeah. time. Yeah. She's like, she takes charge of like this. She's fighting back. She's like, she's the one that's collecting the ice. She's like, okay. So no one else is putting together that. Yeah. All, we're all having the same dream. She's like, okay, I'm going to pull something out of the dream. Okay. I'm going to set up booby. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And she's like, has the plan the whole time. And you're like, oh shit. She's, 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 she's going to get him. Yeah. She's I just a think regular cool. Kevin McAllister. <laughs> Great. That was stupid. Keep the change. You filthy animal. That was real dumb. That's Sorry a good movie. That. We got to do that one. Yeah. But this is like a pre home alone, home alone with the yeah. booby trapping. Yeah. That's yeah. Sure. 
I guess, no, you're actually right. But <laughs> um, so, all right, let's wrap this one up. Uh, that was A Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, did we have anything, any final thoughts? If you're liking this stuff, what we're doing here, I don't know why you would. <laughs> if you want to give us a review, Dump it. we'd appreciate it. Um, don't do that. We also, this is just a little side note. We said in our last episode that we had merch out there. Uh, we are still working on it. We actually think we're going to be doing a different approach. Um, so we are going to be taking, I guess, pre-orders is what we're going to do. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, we're going to have some some cool stuff out there uh, if you guys are interested in any of that. I just thought we should mention that at the end. Um, Keith, any any final any final words, comments? No, just stay tuned uh, for our, our episodes and content coming. We got Wednesdays and Fridays pretty much the whole October and some additional content coming. That's all I got. Birds of the word. Birds of the word. And remember, it's okay. It was just a dream. Until next time. Thank you.